Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Thanks, sponsors, Heritage Auctions, Huggins & Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Panini, Tops, Upper Deck, Comsi.com, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. I'm a teacher at heart. I was a professor. So I come at things that way, explaining, certainly when we were doing the price guides and the almanacs and all the different uh, reference materials. It was to help people enjoy the hobby, to level the playing field. However, starting BGS, which has been uh, 20 years or so now, that was a little bit different. And I enjoy being on Hobby Hotline. I listen to the other episodes when I'm not on. And there was a, a little flurry there about how someone was, I think, calling in and saying, why doesn't PSA, and it could be SGC or uh, BGS or anybody for that matter, why don't they teach us how to grade so that we would be able to submit better to them? And that was batted around a little bit. Well, I wasn't on the call, so I wasn't able to contemporaneously deal with that. But thinking back, I thought, well, gee, I'm going to address that in an episode because I don't, again, I can't speak for PSA, but if PSA were to teach everybody how to grade, how would that be good for PSA? Would that mean they would get less submissions? They might get some less submissions of cards they don't, they're not worth grading. But I think as they've raised their prices, anybody that's that's smart, which is almost everybody, needs to reevaluate their submission philosophies as the price to get something graded keeps going up. So my sense is if everybody knew exactly how to grade, <laughs> number one, they'd grade themselves. Now, that wouldn't be third party, but there'd be less cards going to the grading companies. But there won't be because we need third party grading because people have a tendency almost uniformly to overgrade their own stuff. Uh, they're able to accurately grade somebody else's, critically even, but for their own stuff, they are not able to, they would either minimize the flaws or, or not see them. So if people knew better how to grade, again, not to be taught by PSA, there are lots of other YouTube videos and other kinds of things and all these pre-grading entities that will help you, but they have the equipment and you don't. They have the experience and you don't. And one thing that I know from BGS is that there's a real esprit de corps within the graders at BGS. My guess is it's that way at the other grading companies too, that they help each other. Each one wants to be the best they can be, but uh, they want to help each other. And if you're grading your own card or you and your buddy are trying to grade some cards that you have, it's not the same as putting a few experts in the room who've seen a million cards <laughs> and have lots of exemplars and, and things to look at. So that grading ideally is a team effort. And so even if there was a course that PSA gave or BGS gave. Again, I don't think they'd want to do that because it would probably reduce their sales. The standards are published. And if you start looking at cards that are already slabbed, you can start to form your own opinions that this card looks like this that is an eight. It has the similar flaw. When we were contemplating BGS, we wanted people to send in cards of their choice. If they want to send in a, a common card in a recent set that's winds up getting a, a five, that's their choice. I, I don't want to charge them more, but I, I'm not going to charge them less either. They, they want to get it graded, we'll grade it for them. We, we did provide the service, and I don't know to extent everybody does, but we did allow in some of the services having a minimum grade. In other words, if it's below a certain grade, don't slab it, just return it. Now, there still be a fee there, but again, I, I've stood for the fact that education is, I think, the path to profit in the industry. The more you know about the value of card, the more you're able to grade cards accurately, to know what the grading companies are looking for, to even know which grading company you should go to, because it, that's not a no-brainer. Some grading companies are more or less strict about centering, about corners, about surface, about edges. And so why would PSA or BGS want to publish or want to assist collectors or dealers to grade their own cards to do the pre-grading. I think it would just mean that less cards would be sent to them, then they'd get less revenue. Further, the other thing that we did, which is now, is not fully revealed, but basically 
Uh, it's not bad to have a little bit of a black box. That when you send cards to PSA, you're not exactly sure how they came up with a nine. Even BGS with the uh, report card and subgrades, you still don't quite know how they came up with it. But hopefully they're well, they're coming up with it uh, consistently. They're again, it's a team effort. They're making sure that the brand is protected, and really that's what it comes down to. Even if PSA did a grading seminar, you, you could start your own grading company, but you don't have this the three letters that are a brand promise that I can count on this. They're consistent. Um, PSA or BGS were to step-by-step show their grading process that would not be helpful to them. It might build some confidence in people, but like I said, people are unable, I think, to be unbiased about their cards. And so because of that, this black box, this sending it off somewhere and then getting it back slabbed, and the mystique of not knowing exactly how they did that, even with a report card, there's still a mystique that how did they come up with that? In fact, and it's not exact because I have no problem with the fact that sometimes people crack the card out and send it back in because they think it it could get a higher grade the next time. They're not thinking it's going to get the same or worse. So they're, but they have to not consider something that the great, I've looked at cards that I've had. I thought that's a nine. That should have been a 10. But I am not microscopically able to see, again, if somebody points out the flaw, then I can. So in this grading tutorial or this grading course, teaching someone how to grade, that's going on. But I don't think it's going to happen for PSA or BGS. In fact, I've seen a great influx of pre-graders of these bulk submitting services. Their business is doing what what you're asking for. And some of them provide the service at a very reasonable fee. They're actually going to help you. Don't grade this. That won't work. And they're obviously uh, making money on a spread or by providing the service to you. Teaching somebody how to grade. My last point, if it were so easy that people could be taught how to grade, do you honestly think BSA and BGS would be millions of cards behind? If it was so easy to teach people, they would have a whole big bullpen. They'd be overstaffed and people would be standing in line to get hired because it's higher than the average salary. We could quibble about what the salary ought to be, but it's certainly not minimum wage. And there's some really good job security if you're a really good grader. So if it was so easy to train somebody to do it, they would have trained their own employees. I I know from BGS, it's hard to grade. It's hard to grade uh, one card, much less a thousand cards, much less a million cards. So at any rate, that's uh, just a thought, a little follow-up from uh, Hobby Hotline, not an outtake, but uh, that was a few weeks ago. Again, recommend listening to that. In fact, I recommend listening to a lot of hobby content creators. If you can pick off a, a little bit here and a little bit there, knowledge, I think, is the pathway to profit. Soak it up. I'll be back again Monday with another episode, and thanks, everybody. See you soon.